Blog Talk Radio. Where's Tom? Where's Tom Hayes? Yeah, I don't know. 
I, I, I was with him earlier, and uh, yeah, he said we're, we're, we're on today, so we're probably uh, sitting here waiting, and uh, we'll stand by and see what happens. Yeah. Well, let me get this. Let me, let me hold on. Let me get this call. I might be him now. Rudy. Yeah. Rudy, the show is yours yeah. today. You run the show. Tom, his his microphone is down, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna take it from here and uh, do it ourselves. We got uh. We'll talk about uh, maybe some of the, the criminal elements that hung out in the Sugar Shack. I don't know. We got Eddie Barnett here who was a regular there every night, and I'm sure he's got more stories of all Disney. Yeah, we'll get a few yeah. anyway. Let's get Eddie the roll. Eddie Barnett. Yeah, Rudy. Yeah. You remember, you remember one of the pimps, Fast? You remember Fast? Fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Fast. Yeah. I remember He's still alive. He's still alive? Yes, he is. I see him every once in a while. He works. He works for the place that I retired from. He works for the Mass General Hospital. He drives the van. Yeah. What did he do? He gave up, he gave up pimping? <laughs> you know there's no more pimps. <laughs> yeah, he gave up pimping. He gave up. He gave that up a long, long time ago. Oh, he went from pimping to pushing a laundry basket. Oh my Jesus! He drives a van. He drives a van. He picks up the older people and drives them to the rehab center, Spalding oh, wow. Rehab. You know? Oh, good for him. Yeah, he must have he's found still God. around. He's still around. There's, there's a few of those guys around. Not too many. You know? Hey, wow. I had a lady call up and tell me that. Uh, she had such a great time at the Sugar Shack that, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. She had a great time at the Sugar Shack, and I was trying to thank her. She says, wait a minute, don't thank me. I have to thank you for producing, for doing the, the, the shows at the Sugar Shack, giving me the great times. Yeah. So that was funny. That was funny. She really... She really enjoyed herself and uh, couldn't thank me enough. Wow. Now, there'll never be another sugar shot. Amazing. How uh, we can sit here 50 years later and talk about Talking it. about it 45 years later. So, right? you know. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> what, uh, did you get in touch with anybody from the Tavares, Rudy? Well, I spoke to one of them, but uh, I don't know. I haven't heard from I haven't heard back from them. But, uh, you know, it's hard to it's hard to get these guys on, you know, because they all got their own lives and everything, you know. Yeah, they're all still performing and they're very busy. Yeah. Rudy, which one did you talk to? Did you talk to Tiny? Did you talk to Chubby or Ralph or Poochie? You remember who I, you talked to? I think it was Poochie. He says he's not singing with the group anymore. No, I'm, I, I'm not positive. But he's the one that had a little problem with a, a, a stroke, I believe. But he's getting better. You know, I, I think, think that's he, the one. I think but, he's uh, the one that's We should give him a call to see if he's all right. I don't, I don't like to bother them sometimes, like, you know. I know, I know what you're saying. Now, I'm going to tell you who I saw a week ago Friday. 
in New Bedford. I saw Tiny. Tiny Tavares was there. Wow. Yeah, because, right, right. Now, I'll tell you why. We have this kid in Charlestown that sings. His name is Dennis Taylor. He was doing a show in New Bedford. So Tiny knows Dennis real well. So we had dinner with him. And then later on in the show, Tiny got up and sang a song with Dennis. But this kid, Dennis Taylor, is, I'm telling you, Billy, you got to listen to Amazing, this. huh? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, again, we're hearing about the Sugar Shack. But I just, Tiny was there. And, you know, him being a member of Tavares, they played. Tavares played the Shack quite a bit. Wow. Originally, yeah, they were known as yeah, Chubby yeah. and the Turnpikes. Right. Chubby and the Turnpikes. Yeah. Before my time. Yes. <laughs> Before but a lot we, of people. So we grew up in the 80s, so we, the Survivors were, you know, a, a major, uh, hey, Rudy. major group back then. Yes. Now tell me if you remember this name. I'm going to tell the little story first. But when you walked into the shack and you took a quick left, there was a long bar. And on the bar one night was the phone. You know, right near where Jerry used to attend. So the phone right. rings about the phone rings about eight thirty, and I pick up the phone. And I said, "Sugar Shack, can I help you?" And he says, "Yeah, I'm looking for somebody." And I says, "Well, there's nobody in the club yet. People don't start coming in here till nine thirty, ten o'clock." I says, "Who are you looking for?" He says, "I'm looking for a pimp named Seldom Seen." I said, "Oh, we seldom see him." And the guy started laughing. <laughs> the, game <laughs> the guy started laughing. I says, well, who's calling? He says, well, tell him it's his cousin Arthur. And I said, well, if I see him, I'll tell him later on. But like I said, seldom seen was not seen that night, so I couldn't tell him. <laughs> oh, that name, seldom seen, was seen. never seen again. <laughs> I thought that was a label. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. Oh, oh, wow. So, Rudy, tell us about the criminal uh, elements that used to hang out in there. Like, what was it, some guys from the Winter Hill Gang, and they, everybody, you know, after they did their business, they used to hang out at the Sugar Shacks and a couple of drinks, right? Whitey Bulger and uh, Howard Winter and all those guys, yeah? I think they might have been in there once or twice. I, I can remember. They were there most of the time. I don't know. I don't know how we never there. We never had a problem with them, but they all behaved. They enjoyed the show, and Jerry used to keep the control. Yeah. yeah. Jerry was the peacemaker. He still is today. He keeps everybody in control. Yeah. I mean, I would notice them around because, first of all, if you were white in the sugar shack, you got noticed. Yeah. Because there weren't many of us there. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they a lot and to go with Jerry, the, the front bar where Jerry was, and they used to, they used to behave. We never had a problem with them. Uh, uh, some of the stories we could tell, we'd probably get arrested. We can't tell stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's no problem with that. The statute of limitations is on. Oh, that was 50 years ago. I know, I know no one gives a shit anymore what happened 50 years ago. Really? But I can imagine some of the stories. There's not many guys left. Yeah. You know, mostly, Most of them are gone, dead in jail, or they just, yeah, they moved on with yeah. different lives. Or... Amazing. Yeah, Sugar Shack times. We got some stories, but uh, oh, uh, I don't know. Tell us one that won't incriminate anybody. <laughs> I don't know if we can talk about that criminal element. Uh, we might get, uh, they might get back at it. 
Never, never. Are you kidding me? 50 years ago? <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one story about uh, the Blue Notes. Uh, we came, uh, I was coming to the club and I usually go in through the alley. The Boylston place there. And uh, I see, I see uh, two or three cops. They got somebody... Uh, the motorcycle cops, they got some uh, guy with his head on the seat of the motorcycle and they're saying uh, all kinds of crazy things and I look and I see it's Teddy Pendergrass. I say to myself, hey, what are you guys doing? This is my star entertainer. What are you doing to him? You know, you want him to close out. So uh, he says, this guy works for you? I said, yeah, let him go. So they let him go, and they says, you know, he's a little snotty. And this guy said, hey, listen, I don't want to hear it. Forget about it. So uh, we forgot about it. They let him go, and Teddy couldn't thank me enough. Wow. So one, That's crazy. One day we had, a, uh, we had a club in Miami, so called the Swinger. And, uh, and Teddy, Teddy uh, had some big hit records. He left the Blue Notes, and he was on his own. And before you know I see this big Rolls Royce pulling up in front of the, the hotel where we had the club, the Marco Polo Hotel. And it, who gets, it's Teddy Pendergrass. So he comes in, says hello, and he says, Rudy, I'm going to give you a, a week. I don't want no money. I want to repay the favor. I said, okay, when? He said, New Year's Eve, I'm going to be in the Bahamas. So I turned around and he said, you got a week leading up to New Year's Eve. Wow. I said, okay. I that said, are you sure? For nothing, he says, I don't want to die. So wow. about a month goes by, he calls me back. He says, you know, I'm going to give you New Year's Eve. I don't even want to go down there. I'm going to do the whole week for you. I said, hey, listen, you got to have some kind of an expense. He says, my expense is 20000 I says, okay, you got it. I hate to tell you, we had the biggest week in the history of, the, of maybe Florida. It was unbelievable. Wow, we amazing. Everything. And uh, he, did, he did me one of the biggest favors out of all the entertainers that I know. Well, wow, that's, that's a great story. <clears throat> Amazing, huh? That was a good club, the Marco Polo. Wow. Yeah. That was a good, good club. You had some good acts there. You know whose birthday was yesterday? I believe it was, um, I believe yesterday's birthday was uh, George Clinton. I believe he turned 73 yesterday. yesterday. I want to say happy birthday to George right. Clinton. Great, you know, I'd guys. love to have him call in one time because I know he got his start at the Sugar Shack and you guys took well good care of that Parliament Funkadelic. Judge is going to be out here in a week, uh, so I'm going to try and get his number. I had a number. You know, I had numbers on all these guys, but 50 years ago, <laughs> the numbers right. changed. You know, right. And it's hard to get a hold of some of these stars, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Everything's changed over to emails and digital and their yeah. numbers and their, their, you know, their contact information is changing. But, um, yeah, I would love to get him to call into the show because uh, he's still, when he does a show in Boston, I've seen him a few years back, he, he uh, gives a shout-out to the Sugar Shack and he'll always say, you know, I, I got my start at the Sugar Shack. Let me tell you. So, well, well, 
Well, Judge Clinton's going to be in town in, uh, in August, so I'm going to try and get a hold of him and uh, bring him on the show because Judge was a real friend. He used to come to the Sugar Shack when he wasn't even working. Wow, wow, that's cool. He used to fly in or drive in or whatever he did, he used to come in all the time. Wow. I remember the first time they came to the shack to do a sound check, Rudy. You saw saw them and how they dressed, and you said, who the hell are these guys? Yeah. (laughs) Because they were, you know, we all... We thought they were straight stand-up yeah. and suit and tie. Yeah, they were funky. But I got changed. Yeah. They, what did they do? Send you a picture of them in tuxedos and came in like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like ripped jeans and army yeah. jackets. Oh, and, man. <laughs> Good guys, though. Yeah. Good They're guys. still performing today. They're amazing. Follow them and As I know, the bass man is still around, a guy named Grady. And he had a great bass voice, but they didn't use that because they were real funky. Yeah, they were very but funky. Their columnists were around a long time. Yeah, Bootsy Collins. Yeah. He's still, he's still, yeah. he's still hot, you know. Yeah, Bootsy's still around. Yeah, so it was George's birthday yesterday, and um, yeah, seventy-three years old. He's still doing it. He's still up there on the stage, yeah. you know. Right. Wow. He got an actually, he got uh, an honorary doctorate degree from Berkeley. Amazing. Wow. About a couple of years ago. Good for him. Wow. You know. You know uh, <clears throat> The guy that helped me put all this thing together, Chuck Carter, uh, he was at a book signing in uh, L.A., and who does he see there is uh, George Clinton. So he goes up and tells George Clinton that he's a friend of Rudy Garino's. He just, he took, so George says, no charge for this guy. He didn't wow. charge for this <laughs> Oh, Chuck, yeah, Chuck's a great guy, Chuck Carter. He's a good guy. They, he's actually, they get these group of uh, the television people and things like that, and old shows and some of the old uh, entertainers. They sell all uh, They tell their autographs and tell their stories. So as soon as right. Chuck told that, he he told uh, he told the guy. He says, "Hey, no charge for that guy." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. And Chuck Carter is writing your your biography, right? Your book. Right. He's doing the story on the show. He's the one that's holding it all. Uh, after fifty years, he came alive. Wow. Wow. We had uh, Chuck was in town doing us uh, trying to do a book deal with uh, Monty Rock the Third. I don't know if you remember Monty Rock. He had that big record, Sex of Sex uh, attack in the uh, I don't know I forgot it. Disco tech sex select. Disco yeah. tech sex select. Yeah. Wow. Eddie B. He knows them all. Eddie B. Nobody knows them all. Nobody knows them all. And if they tell you they do, they're full of shit. Where's Mafeo? Where is Mafeo? He's behind the bar. Hey, I know he's running around here in the north end. I don't know, you know him. He's the he's the, the mayor around here. <laughs> yeah, he's Rudy. Yeah. Rudy, did yeah. we ever have? Did we ever have? Because I can't remember. Did we ever have little Indian Imperials at the shack? Definitely, definitely. Okay, I couldn't remember. That was one I could not remember. But yesterday, yeah. they were on television. They were on that show, The View. Right? Wow. They still sound great. And little Anthony's like 74 or 75. He can still sing. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. 
I could not remember them. We had them all. We only had a few that escaped. Uh, Bob, and Gay went, Bob and Gay went to Europe. The yeah, Supreme. The Supreme. Many that missed the Sugar Shack. Huh? Did you get Aretha Franklin? No. No, she was. She uh, she was. She became a concert act. She was so big. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, those are the few that escaped me because they came with uh, the reason they came so big is uh, she was a concert act. Supremes oh. broke up and uh, uh, she, they they became big. Uh, Diana Ross became another superstar, and uh, uh, what's his name? Marvin Gaye went to Europe for a while. Right. Wow. I was the yeah. with the Shredder's brother. I knew him very well, Roger. He used to handle him. And uh, he died in a plane crash while I was getting ready to book him. Who? Who? Who was that? Who was that, Rudy? Oh, oh, you, you were ready to book him at the Sugar Shack yeah. when he, he, he they went in the plane crash? Really? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. And that's wow. the only the way. The Temptations broke up, but I broke, but I booked the... Uh, David what Ruffin. was the and, uh, yeah, he, and Eddie Kendricks. Wow. We had, we had some of the greatest soul acts in the business. Absolutely. It's ironic. The only temptation left, original, is the guy that started the group, Otis Williams. He's the only one left. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he started the group. Wow. Amazing. He's the only survivor. I've been trying to find the four tops. There, there were another group that worked for us. They did a great job. Yeah. They used to play there every year. Once a year, they were always there. The tops. Yeah, yeah. They had a four tops. There's only but one guy. The only original left. He lives here in Vegas. I got to try and find him. I'll see if I can get him on the show. Now, who's that? Abdul Fakar. Duke. Duke Faker. Duke Fakar, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Lawrence Payton and Levi are dead. Wow. Yeah. Rudy, yeah. I'll tell you who's no. still around. I'll tell you who's still around, and they still sound real, real good. I just saw them in Philly maybe, I don't know, a half a year ago, a year ago, whatever it was. Blue Magic, they're still excellent. Wow. Blue Magic. Magic. Yeah. That was a kick-ass group. They were. They yeah. did a good job for us. Always. Always. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's pretty amazing. We've got to find a sponsor because we've got to put a soul festival together. In Vegas, everything is festivals. Yeah, they I got fun festival. They got the Electric Daisy Carnival Festival. It comes here every June. It draws 400,000 people in three days. Wow, they, do it, they do it at the speedway, the race way they, the way they race the cars at the San Stadium there. Yeah. And uh, they come here every year. Now uh, there's, a group, uh, there's a Rock Rio Festival from Brazil. They had their first session here. They drew over 200, uh, about 300,000 people. Amazing. So festivals are doing good. 
So that's why I think the Soul Festival will take off. Absolutely. We got to get some sponsors because it costs uh, cost a lot of money, maybe a million dollars to do it. Yeah, to get it up and running, right? Yeah. Yeah. So where do you think you would put it on? Where do you think you would put the festival on, Rudy? Whereabouts? I like to do it out here to start and then go to Boston and bring it to the Boston Garden because uh, it'll be so big you won't be able to go in the theaters. Yeah, right. There's still about 25 acts that are working. Oh, yeah, you know, that. yeah, for sure. All the show there and uh, you're going to need you're going to need a big, uh, big crowd, big audience. Yeah, well, yeah. That's about that. What else can we, what else can we talk about? Yeah, who else can we talk about? How about um? And you don't you don't have any other stories about the criminal elements that might not incriminate anybody fifty years later? Uh, well, <laughs> I don't want to talk. I don't want to get into that part yet. That might come out. That might come out in a book deal. I can say this: I have a cashmere coat that I got on the premises of the shack, and I, I said to the guy, what do you want for the coat? He says, give me 20 bucks. I says, well, where did you get it? He said, it fell off a truck. <laughs> <laughs> fell off a truck, I right off, off our shoulders. I still got the coat, too. That's the money plan. <laughs> hey. <laughs> they had some great boots in those days, boy. We oh. had a fur coat sure like you've never seen in your life. Yeah, really. <laughs> and, and Rudy, why didn't you take the uh, the Sugar Shack to another location after it closed down in Kenmore Square? Well, you were just done with the the, the whole. At that time, it was it, everything was getting tougher. You know, it was getting tougher oh, to find oh, a place, Spence, yeah, and everything else. You right, know? right. What really happened is uh, the downtown area got so bad that uh, uh, speaking to Henry Barrow, who owned the Kenmore Club, he talked me into going. To uh, the Somerset Hotel. You know, I yeah. thought it was a great thing. You know, we went there and we started doing tremendous business again, you know? Yeah. And uh, right. that place was called. That place was called Flicks. After a year, the hotel was bankrupt. The hotel went bankrupt, huh? We, the hotel wow. went bankrupt. But we couldn't find another location around there. Right. So that that's that's what happened. Wow. You know, wow. And the funny thing about that club, if Rudy remembers, in the middle of a club was a swimming pool. And they used to right. cover it over. Wow. Hey, we had that, Rudy? Right. We had a swimming pool. We were one of the first. We used to put a floor over it. Wow. They had some good goops there. And Ace Spectrum was there, Choice Four was there, Cool and the Gang, I believe, or Crown Heights Affair was there. You know, that's later. You know, that's like Rudy's saying, that's like 77, 78. But it was a good club. It didn't matter what club Rudy had. The acts were always good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Always. Yeah. How long did you continue to promote bands, Rudy? How long, how long, how long did you continue on to promote groups? You went to Vegas and uh, continued on with the business, or, or did you? Uh, after? No, we did show. I went, uh, 
I came out here from the uh, because the owner of the Sahara sent for me. He was uh, it was a funny story. This guy named Paul Loudon. When I was in Miami at the Swinger, I booked a group called Fabian. You remember yeah. Fabian? Yeah. He was the he was the piano player for Fabian. Okay. They, they came there, I think it was 72 or 73, something like that. And uh, I got friendly with the whole group, treated them to dinner and everything. And uh, before you know it, uh, in uh, 1980, about seven years later, uh, this guy Paul Lauden, who was the piano player, ends up owning... Uh, one hotel out here called the band, uh, I think it was the Hacienda. Then uh, he takes over, then he takes over the Sahara Hotel. So a friend of mine's uh, called me and says, I'm out in Las Vegas, uh, is there anybody I can go and say hello for you? And I says, yeah, go and say hello to the Sahara. The guy used to be a piano player. Now he owns two hotels. So, he turned around, he went over, as soon as he mentioned my name, they got on the phone and called me and said, get on a plane and come out here right away, right away, right away. They said, wait a minute. They said, get on a plane right away. So I didn't know what was going on. I got on a plane, and I come out the next day, and it was a funny thing. They said, uh, you want the showroom? I said, what do you mean do I want the showroom? You can have it. Take the showroom. So I says, uh, what does it take to turn the key? They says, 30000 a week. 30000 a week, roughly, you know. Wow. What is the, what is the, where is the 30000 In those days, the hotels out here had a contract with the union for a band. Every right. week they had, you had to play the band, and it was about 15000 a week. Then you had a group called the Ayatsi. It was a uh, stagehands in the back. Uh, nobody could bring anything in or out of the backstage unless it went through the union. Oh, so it was, uh, wow. called the Ayatsi. So you needed four guys, and that was another 4,000, 1,000 each. Then you had uh, advertisement was about 7,500, and then you had uh, the payroll of the, the, the employees. So it was around 30,000. So I turned around and I said, uh, you get, you're lucky if you can break even. You know, if you can win 30,000, it's like breaking even. So uh, I turned around and I called the BB King come in, gave me a deal wow. for 20,000. And uh, we, we, we opened the lounge with BB King and uh, the owner says, "No, I don't. Uh, we got to put him in the the big room, you know." So uh, we had uh, the first act in the big room that I booked was uh, Roy Orbison. I don't know wow. if you remember. Absolutely, Roy Orbison. Wow, legend. So uh, he was the first guy. And then BB uh, King came in after, and then. Uh, we got Bobby Fenton. We had uh, Mel Phillips and Glenn Campbell. 
We had also Peter Allen, who made it since Las Vegas Review. He never played Las Vegas. Peter Allen, he was a big Australian star. I booked a lot of big stuff. Wow. That's pretty impressive. That's cool. Well, B.B. King also played the Sugar Shack. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Wow. Yeah, he played there. His manager and I were very friendly. He gave me a shot to, to, to put B.B. in there. He gave me a good price, too, for the hotel was tickled pink. They says, I'm going to put your name on the marquee. I says, forget about the marquee. Let's talk to <laughs> you if I got to stay here or not. Because I had a club in uh, Florida that I had to worry about. Yeah. But one thing I fell in love with Vegas was that uh, you could do it. You could book Vegas with a telephone because once you book the act in Vegas, they had a department, an advertisement. They had yeah. uh, lawyers that go over the contract. All I had to do was get a confirmation that the deal was agreed on, and then the lawyers would do everything, and the, the advertisement would do everything. I didn't have to do nothing. Oh, so my turnkey operation. Wow. Yeah, it was a good In the sugar shack, I had to do the, the advertisement. I had to take care of the crew. I had to make sure everything went all right. I was doing most of the work myself, you know. But, uh, and Jerry and I were doing the work. Jerry kept the, the, the what do you want to call them? The mob quiet and behaving. <laughs> he, kept, he, he kept the mob in control, huh? <laughs> yeah, he kept them under control. Oh, that's beautiful. A lot of people wow. really knows this. A lot of people don't know it. Jerry was a tough kid. Jerry boxed. Yeah, he was a guy. yeah, he was a boxer. He was so, a dancer. He was a talented guy. He, he you know, uh, he he gave respect and he got respect. And it's still the same way. Still the same way. Yeah. Still the same way. He was here with us. He goes, I'm gonna park my car, and he didn't come back. He must have fell in the fucking 18th hole somewhere over here. Because <laughs> we're still looking at the store cover, and that's that's the 18th hole. I don't know. I don't know where he is. Rudy. Who's that, Jerry? This is Eddie B. You know who I'm looking at right now? He's sitting on a bench. You ready for this? Who? Sano. Oh, Sano. How, how is he? He's good. I'm looking at him right now. He's sitting down. He's just relaxing. He had a knee operation, but he's getting around. Yeah, he used to love to play golf. He, uh, he, still, he was a great golf lover. Yeah. He used to also help you. He used to help your brother with the matinees on Sundays when all the cats that's came in. That's right, the matinees on Sunday. Yeah, my brother. Freddie, 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 yeah, I'm, we're still sitting here waiting for Jerry. Jerry must have disappeared or he got busy, and uh, he's going to go and see if Freddie Sano will say hello. So what's your schedule look like these days, Brody? What does your schedule look like? Casino, you're just hanging out, laying low, taking it easy, enjoying retirement. Uh, uh, you know, what happened is that the Sahara is that they changed. After two years, they went into a... Uh, off-Broadway shows. 
So that's when uh, we wrapped that up. And uh, before you know it, my wife fell in love with the town and didn't want to go back to Florida. And one thing led to another, and we got a divorce over it. Oh, <laughs> you lose their money in Vegas. Not losing a wife in Vegas. Oh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, literally. <laughs> Vegas, you know, uh, she met some uh, people that uh, she knew, and uh, before you know it, they got very friendly, and and uh, that was it. She didn't want to go home. Forget about it. Forget Florida. Forget about it. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. Unbelievable. She fell in love with this town, and that was it. <laughs> Something else. When we got divorced, uh, my friend, uh, dear friend, he passed away, uh, Harry Marshall. uh, Harry, let's go back to So Harry, I don't think we should go. I says, why? What are we going to do here? We're going to keep an eye on the kids. (laughs) Harry Marshall fell in love with my kids like he was the father. It was unbelievable. You oh, get, you, anybody that got near those kids was in trouble. <laughs> Harry watched them like a So uh, he says, we got to stay here, keep an eye on the kids. I says, okay, we'll, we'll stay. And before you know it, I never went back to Florida. I went back a couple of times, but uh, uh, nothing... Uh, we had a couple of things going there, but uh, not materialized. Yeah. Henry yeah. Marshall, big cigar and a big Cadillac. <laughs> amazing, <laughs> amazing. We had a lot of characters down there. Wow. Yeah, sure did. So what other stories do we talk about as far as the Sugar Shack? Let's take it back to the Sugar Shack yeah. again. What else do we got to hear? Yeah, I got to put my thinking cap on here, you know. Uh, with me... It's the acts that I remember so well because I, well, that's the reason why I went there, and that's why I was there every night. Every night, was huh? the, Yeah, I was there every night. Unless I was sick or away fishing or something like that, I was there every night. I used to be with Rudy's brother all the time, Sticker. That's who I hung with, Sticker, and Carlo. Uh, Carlo worked the back bar, and... Uh, he also had a guy working from, remember the hot dog stand, Rudy Lamar? Oh, yeah, Rocky, Rocky. <laughs> That's funny. Rocky had a little <laughs> yeah. food, the food concession back there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hot dog, we had, give me a hot dog with ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had some laughs. I'm surprised nobody called in, though. Yeah, we well, yeah we didn't have any yeah we didn't have no guest calling this week. I think Tom was having That's some Tom, technical difficulties oh, okay. on his with end the of the studio oh, with the mics or something was going yeah. on. But uh, he did give me a shout out quick, and uh, he told us to right. take the show and run with it. So we pretty much let Rudy and Eddie B talk about their times. Jerry right. Maffeo, he took off. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. He he flipped Jerry up the middle finger and said, "I'll talk to you guys." He must be golfing up the street. Yeah, <laughs> golfing up the street here in the brick ghetto, the North End of Boston. <laughs> the North End Golf Association. Isn't it? I know. I said, we're the North End Golf Association. Where's the grass? Where's the grass? Where's the golf? <laughs> oh, too funny. Uh, All right, then maybe we'll cut it short this week, huh, Rudy? Cut it short, and uh, 
We'll get better organized next week. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get a few. Maybe we can get some uh, somebody from the Tavares or George Clinton, and um, we'll get some callers to call in, and we'll um. I'm gonna try and have get some a, interesting stories to I'm talk about. Try again. and get a hold of Tiny Tavares. Right, Tiny, uh, Tiny, and uh, one of the brothers. Still, well, Tiny, Tiny still lives in New Bedford. Ralph and Poochie are still in New Bedford. Chubby is in Florida. He lives in Florida. Yes, Rudy, he does. But he fell in love with Florida, huh? <laughs> yes, been in Florida for a while. Oh, that's good. All right, so maybe we'll wrap it up and then uh, we'll get a better situation next week when uh, Hayes comes on. Yeah. All right, buddy. All right, get Rudy. Back to the sugar shack. All right, Rudy. We'll talk next week. Yeah. All right, buddy. Bye, bye. All right, ciao. Bye.